It's hot as hell in here, and that's because we're on the road of demons. When you're listening into the Demon Road Diaries, you're going to get crazy action. You're going to get the real on the ground from demons themselves. Effie approves demon energy, and if you need it in your ears, you can have it forever. That's the magic of Demon Road Diaries. Thanks for tuning in, and make sure you subscribe. Let's talk about better beard care. Let's talk about La Barba Cubano. All summer long, La Barba Cubano has been dropping brand new scents every couple of weeks, new oils and new items to just shake things up. Currently, there's a brand new triple coffee scented beard oil called Cafe Blackout, and I highly recommend it. Uh, there's so much new and different stuff always coming to labarba.life so head to labarba.life and pick up some labarba cubano beard oils soaps and so much more and when you're ready to check out use the code demon daddies to save yourself 13 percent it's labarba cubano better beard care for your beard or a beard you love And then it's just correct. Uh, is that what we're is that what we're going for now? Uh, if, I if mean, Conan I know did, we're if Conan it. if Conan did it in a wrestling ring, it's correct. Uh, I don't vouch for what he says audibly. <laughs> <laughs> what about what he says on his um, nineteen ninety two rap album? Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's just rowdy rowdy, and you got to be about about it, my friend. Hell yeah. That's a whole lot of jumping, guys. This is like a that's a forty minute mark from here. You know, oh, right? like sorry. you jump forty minutes ahead into the future. We can't just transition into Conan bullshit. Sorry, <laughs> I'm like, was this like a was this like a Nexus event that we just break the sacred timeline? We, yeah, and there's a variant of me staring in me staring at my window. It's a polar plane. bear variant. Uh, I gotta say, there's a. I have to say, the date of my own death at me. So, (laughs) a variant is staring at me through the window. It sounds like an AFI lyric. So, probably is. (laughs) Not a whole record. What's your favorite AFI record? I don't know. A variant is staring through my window. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the title of this episode. Hey, speaking of episode, welcome to your hashtag sixth favorite wrestling podcast. Welcome to Demon Road Diaries. It's me. It's me. That's sweet Katie G, your music city messiah. And now hashtag TikTok God, Caden Green. It is your bastard son, Ronnie Rios. It is currently reaching yet another existential crisis and stress organizing my bathroom for the fourth time this month, and it's only August 8th. Chelsea Durden. 
Hell yeah, we are back and we have a guest again. Uh, last week we did a deep dive on the CM Punk year of or summer of punk. Uh, I haven't got feedback from anyone, so I'm gonna assume it was heavily loved. Well, obviously uh, they hate it and they hate me. Just like I think about constantly in my head that all, all my friends hate me unless I'm being told constantly that they love me every five seconds. That's yeah, true. You are loved. You are loved. <laughs> <laughs> and that voice you hear in the background is uh, is a fit daddy, a friend of the show and, uh, and past opponent of our very own Ronald Rivers. Uh, he is... <laughs> Andy Brown, what's up, baby? That's Uptown, Uptown. Andy Brown. Put some respect on that Daddy. name. Thank you. Sheesh. Even though nah, what's going on, guys? I know everyone does that. Everyone does that as a joke, and then they sometimes announce it like that. I'm like, are oh, you fun? It's Uptown, guys. Uptown. Wait, they they do downtown by accident. Sometimes, like, if we're in the back, like, they'll be joking, like, oh, what up, downtown, uh-huh, downtown, and then, like, you know, people are unprofessional sometimes, so they'll just announce me, and downtown, I'm like, oh, you motherfuckers, all right, this is it, this, that happened. Yeah, we have a, we have a buddy that we wrestled in uh, Minnesota named Downtown Petey Brown. Tight. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I have. I feel like I want to get you guys to wrestle each other, but I feel like it'd be like time cop. If you guys touch each other, you'll just break the like the time space continuum. That'd be it's dope. like if uh, they cross the streams with the Ghostbusters. With Ghostbusters, yeah. yeah. There's a guy in Vegas. His name was uh, Sugar Brown, and like we had a tag match, and we were the Browns. The show was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it was fantastic. Just a one one off. Never saw him again. Love oh, Browns. <laughs> Imagine being in that booking meeting and they're like, all right, so what do you want to do with Sugar Brown this week? And they're like, uh, I mean, we're bringing in Andy Brown. And they're like, you want to pair Sugar Brown and Andy Brown together? And they're like, yeah. Let's see if we can get them that's, to call themselves the that's Browns. Pretty much, <laughs> that's pretty much how it happened. They're just like, well, we have Andy coming. So we're just like, they looked at him. They're like, are you down? I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know how wrestling goes. <laughs> just two bodies put them together. Yeah, that is exactly how wrestling goes. It's always like they try to make them like, like, I know you guys aren't a real tag team, but like, here's what I think makes you guys seem like a tag team. And it's it's basically like you're both Latinos and it's like, cool. Is that how we do things? Thanks, That's Bill. exactly how it goes. That's exactly. How, and then and then I think he was wearing green and I was wearing red. So we didn't even like is it like all look similar other than the last uh, last name. That's it. So neither of you were wearing brown. No. I still need to get brown gear. I, I might do that next. I have green gear because I'm Kate and green, but I don't wear it. It's just, no, it's just there. It's just um, there. I have, I have gear covered in the blood of my enemies because I'm Chelsea Durden. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you need uh, soap gear for Durden. Mm-hmm. Can we do the soap do. logo? Can you do that soap logo? Chelsea Durden, sort um, of Fight Club. I, Chelsea Durden, yeah. Severed like, hair. I really, I was like right about to do that, and then um, Alex Ocean came out with this shirt with him and like the Fight Club soap, and uh, I chopped the shit out of him, and I was like, "The fuck is your problem? You can choose <laughs> anything else. It's literally my last name." You know who was the head of? You know who like, was? 
<laughs> you know who's ahead of the curve on that in terms of like having like fun like mimic logos and stuff um fucking i watched a i watched a thing today talking about like 10 people you didn't know wrestled in ring of honor and like i knew most of it but the one that actually surprised me was i didn't know mvp had wrestled in ring of honor really Um, but it was it was yeah because it didn't it wasn't like he really wrestled in ring of honor it was kind of a weird thing he was wrestling for fip when he first started and they were doing cross promotions so he uh, homicide was the FIP champion at the time, and he comes in and challenges Homicide for the FIP title on a Ring of Honor honor oh, show. Oh, okay. So <clears throat> it's like saying Yuji Nagata wrestled in AEW. It's like, eh, kinda, um, you know, technically. So, um, but what was funny was I watched like some. I saw some clips that they showed, and he was going by Antonio Banks at the time. Yeah, and that was his first name. And uh, his tights, he was wearing the bikers, like the little, little biker shorts. And on the back, it said Banks on the butt, but it was in the font of the Grand Theft Auto menu screen. Like when you like yeah. when you play Grand Theft Auto and it shows how much money you have, it's it's that font. Oh, that's right. And I was like, damn, this was like 2003. How the fuck? Like who? Did, like who did you? Nobody even knew what Photoshop was. Like who did you talk to? <laughs> the right fucking person <laughs> and just to have that idea of like well i'm gonna do this and then when people know we'll see it they'll fucking know you know <laughs> and then so now i just assume every day mvp just wakes up like uh like in san andreas like ah shit here we go again <laughs> uh, when he was growing up he basically did like, oh true he was, he was actual san andreas i just really <laughs> Yeah, like, the area he grew up in, in Opelaka, in South Florida, it's like, I'm, I'm gonna be totally real, like, it's, it's, it's rough, this wild brother, it's, 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 the, it's the wild west, I had <laughs> my first match at a flea market in Opelaka, um, and I was given a, uh, a, uh, like a white trash trailer trash gimmick. Um, and this guy who like spoke no English, but I guess maybe assumed I was saying something racist because I was wearing, um, a hat with a bald Eagle on it. (laughs) (laughs) And my entrance, like I almost long story short, um, I was very close to getting knifed in the parking lot. Oh, that's tight. Like, I lived, but, like, I didn't live well. <laughs> but speaking of living well, Andy. Yeah? I want to know how you've lived. I want to know what brought you to this moment. To where, this where moment? Does young like Andrew, in... Where does young Andrew Brown come from? How do we get here? How do we get uptown? Fuck, man. <sighs> that was a cute transition. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not an exciting person. That's why I was very surprised that you guys wanted me on this. Um, what was I? The young, athletic, very handsome child. Then I grew up, and now I look like fucking this. But nah, <laughs> still young, I was always still handsome, <laughs> still athletic. <laughs> Brother, I know, man. I look at you, and I'm just like, goddamn. If this was, I mean, not that you couldn't be a main eventer now, because you're super talented. But I look at Andrew, I look at you, Andy, and I'm just like, damn, man. He would be killing it in like mid Atlantic right now. 
Like, holy shit. Like, I could see you, like, just beating the fuck out of, like, Billy Jack Haynes or something. <laughs> well, I like, I like beating people up for sure. So that would be, that would have been cool. Hell that's yeah. Like, that's why me and Andy get along so well. That shit is fantastic. Oh, uh, God. You would totally be, like, World Wrestling Council champion right now if this was 1988. <laughs> yeah. So that's, so that's my problem is I don't know, like, the wrestling history is like you do like how you're saying all that stuff i'm like yeah all right man all right cool what's yeah. that at? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> fun. sounds fun let's do it like who's the, like, who's the booker dog i'm down uh i don't know i don't know my like wrestling history like that you know what i mean like my favorite match uh in wwe is is undertaker versus Shawn michaels at wrestlemania don't know which one i don't remember the like you know what I mean? The year it was the yeah. first one, not 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 the rematch. The rematch so is fucking garbage. But WrestleMania well, twenty five, that, two thousand. That's, that's that's a lot of people's favorite matches. Yeah, I mean that's there. not a that's not a bad answer. That's actually make a solid answer. Also, like nobody is a straight wrestling history encyclopedia quite the way Rios is. Yeah, yeah. Rios I didn't finish like college. The- I finished wrestling college. <laughs> <laughs> that's tight. I'm like, I grew up off wrestling. I think I started watching wrestling when I was eight years old. And if someone was like, hey, you remember like so-and-so? And it could be like some real fucking like early, like some like 97 main eventer that isn't like top five main event. I'm like, no, I have no idea who the fuck that is. <laughs> but then they'll be like, you remember Lash LaRue? And I'm like, oh my God, yes. Like oh, I have the weirdest nah. obscure love for like, tiny niche WCW people. But other than that, if someone's like, yeah, you remember when uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan uh, beat up uh, Ric Flair for the uh, NWA title? Like, you could have just made that up. Because I did. I would have been, like, oh, yeah. been like, yeah, man, shit was special. It was a cool moment. <laughs> special. <laughs> yeah, I no, I've one. watched wrestling my entire life, but I, I cannot... No, I can't tell you like who's held the title and how many times and blah blah yeah. blah. Uh, the only important. reason I remember John Cena has sixteen titles because he just came back and they said it. Yeah. That's the only reason why I remember. Other than that, I'm all like, oh yeah, let's do this. Hey and, man, you know, that shit. Listen, man. It, by no means is any of that shit important because like yeah. besides, the end, besides at the end of the podcast when we do a twenty question pop yeah. quiz on eighties and nineties wrestling. But yeah, you know, it's what I'm failing. failing. Yeah. I feel like failing I mean, <laughs> it would be funny if like if there was such a thing as wrestling certification, if there was like a written exam, like you have to know a certain amount of history or some shit. Uh, <laughs> well, 20, 2021 Chelsea would fail the shit out of it because uh, there's a lot that I uh, I like to say that I lost in the fire, which is lost in the head trauma of me falling down the stairs in 2019. Um, and like obscure yeah. wrestling history is one of the things that my brain decided like you know what we don't need to hold on to that <laughs> even though other weird obscure facts are still there you're like oh. you know how you make the perfect brookie that i can tell you do you know who won the main event of wrestlemania 31 no no nah. <laughs> Um, Rios well, knows who won the main event. Of, I'm going to guess it's Edge. Um, oh, I'm going to have an aneurysm. I'm going to have an aneurysm if I don't say it. It was Seth Rollins. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, you said you've been watching wrestling your whole life. So, what what drew you to it? Like, what made you decide to like I want to get into this? To be honest, um, I don't remember what drew me into it. 
I just remember it being on TV and just watching it. Uh, I don't know if it was like with my older cousins, but I know it was like my mom used to watch it and it would just be in the background. She probably just was just like, oh, here, shut up. Just sit down and watch this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And um, when I saw The Rock is when I was just like, oh, I want to do this. Like, that's exactly what I want to do. I don't know. Don't know why. Don't know like what grab like what got me. But I was like, I want to do that. I really want to do that. But I couldn't talk. I was very nervous talking in front of people. But I can do, you know, all the athletic stuff that comes with wrestling. So I would do that. And, and then I got to see, like, Rey Mysterio, A. Guerrero, like, the smaller guys. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, shit. All right, cool. I don't have to be 6'5 to do this. Like, I'm down. Let's do it now. And, yeah. Got into it. Like an idiot. Still haven't left. And here I am 10 years later. <laughs> we were talking about that at the show yesterday. At- we were like, you hate well, wrestling we too, quit? right? <laughs> yeah. I don't. Why haven't we quit yet? I don't know. It's it's like cocaine. You just stay addicted to it. But at least you make money doing it, as yeah. opposed to, you know. Yeah, I remember. I remember my first year when I first started doing shows. I I, I wish I remembered the like, like terrible dates. <laughs> I don't remember the 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 first year, but the first year I was so excited. Like, yeah, man, I'll do it. Hell yeah, I'll do it without fucking without pay. I'll help. Yeah. I'll help set up the ring. Let's do it. Let's do it. Da, 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 da. And then like the third year, I was just like, man, fuck this business, dude. I want to get out. This is dumb. <laughs> and I just kept going, kept going. Then I was, just, I fell back in love with it with something, some match, or you know, the people. And then I'm like, all right, I think this is cool. I still want to do this. And then another like eight, eight at the eighth year, I was just like, yeah, I want to get out. I want to get out. <laughs> and I'm, I'm still here. Here we fucking are. Sometimes it takes like having like a real banger to like actually like make you love wrestling again. Like you just Mm -hmm. feel it after you leave the match. It's just like your whole body is like in a different like world. You just feel like you just, I don't know, like fucking did something. Actually did something. Right. We had a good couple of months. We had a good couple months like pre pandemic and then like even during pandemic that we were having these like fucking boring ass matches that like were copy paste and like, hey, what do you want to do for a possession spot? And it'd be like boring. I feel boring doing this stupid over the top shit that we've been doing for years that's like our gimmick and making people book us and being like, I don't know, what do you want to do for a possession spot? Okay, cool. All right, what do you want to do here? What do you want to do there? And then, like, the other weekend uh, at a GCW show, we did back-to-back uh, matches against... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we had uh, The Rapture for, like, 15, and then we had uh, The Gifted for 15. Both of them real young. Not young, young. Not green, but young. And it was just two amazing matches. And I just, like, I left the, both of them just feeling alive about wrestling again. I'm like, fuck, I love wrestling. This oh, yeah. is so good. And then, like, the next booking, I'm in a fucking battle gauntlet. <laughs> Alright, first of all, I know you're a variant now, because um, I remember those car rides where you were just like, yeah, man, like, 
I just have all these ideas for possessions and like what if we did this and then what if we did this and then like yeah. uh fucking <laughs> fuck wrestling I'm a comedy guy like fuck this like I ain't gonna take a bump fuck who takes bumps cokeheads take bumps that's who takes bumps <laughs> <laughs> and it just like and to hear you now suddenly be like yeah man like I just want to put in a shift let's just fucking grapple let's fucking do some stuff like fucking and like I know that's in you like I know you can wrestle I've seen you do it um but My it's bitch. just it's just funny to hear this shift in your tone because I'm the one over here being like, "Can I do like all Japan spots?" <laughs> um, I saw this thing from a Joshi match. Can I saw I- this thing that Miami Toyota did. Can I try it? <laughs> <laughs> um, and by the way, you say that like, "Oh, I'm in some bullshit rumble," but like, you fucking. You came back through the curtain, and I was literally like, so in one match, you <laughs> did uh, a four-man dick flip, you did the Battle of Los Angeles thumb-up-the-ass train, and you did a conga line, and then managed uh, yeah. to get hit by a steel chair. So... You did all that? <laughs> oh, God I damn. Like cleared house when I walked in and literally went through my whole repertoire of moves. <laughs> I hit like I seven four moves. people in a <laughs> You're like that TikTok. It's like, I got three moves. <laughs> I was pulling shit out of literally thin air. Like someone comes up and I hit this like fucking sweep kick, like whatever the fuck I call it. That like thing that's like a reverse black mass. So it's I hit a, that. It's called a crescent kick. It's a cr- Okay, but I got to give it a cool name eventually because uh, that's how wrestling works, right? You name all your moves or they're not real. Um, and then someone comes from behind me and I see him and I fucking like high boy TNA kick. Like like a mule kick that I didn't realize I had in me. Boom, mule kick this motherfucker. Turn around and Wheezy's coming to me and I kick him in the gut and I go, you know what you're getting? And on the way up he goes, Kuru Buster! So I hit him with my, my new fucking big dump up move. And then Dax is like coming at me and throws a line, duck it, and because I can't fucking knee him because he's like 6'7". I, uh, I hit him with like a fucking inside temple kick, like a ripcord temple kick. And it was just fucking clean and on the button. And I was like, yo, who there? I'm a variant. <laughs> and they continued to fucking wrestle for like 25 minutes. I also sold t-shirts at one point in the middle of the match. Oh, that's right. You, you bought yeah. them out and went and sold t-shirts. I was that's in that rumble for about, for about 90 seconds. And it was great. But you know, you made those 90 Lucky. seconds count, goddammit. Lucky. But speaking of stars of that Rumble, though, Andy, I fucking love watching you fucking just, like, put some work on some boys. I had I like, to let them know what's up. Yeah. I was like, you spacks. When you gave, bro, when you gave Bud that spine buster, I thought you damn near broke the ring. Oh, man, bro. <laughs> I was tripping. <laughs> I was tripping because I was like, I wonder if I could get his ass up. I was like, no, nah, fuck, that. I could get. Bud can get up. Bud can. Move. I know. I didn't and know. What's really it, funny about that was right before um, you came out and you gave him a spine buster. He ran in and gave somebody else a spine buster, which was like a really good spine buster, um, like really, really good. But then yours was like even better. So it's like, like yeah. fuck your spine buster. <laughs> yeah, thank you. They, no, that was fun, man. Like going in there with them, especially like like Bud was dope. Uh, having that little moment with Shogun, that one was cool. Cause I seen Shogun, he does a lot of strikes and shit like that. So I always tell him like, hey man, like follow through, do this, do that. So now when he got to be in there with, 
I call myself a strike king. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I nail motherfuckers and like he felt Ew. it. He felt it. And he was just like, oh, I get it now. I see. I was like, yeah, man, you ain't killing, killing. But you want to, yeah. you know, you want to get some damage in that shit. <laughs> you got to put some sauce on it. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, he no, the, no. Too he... is. I was saying, you made the baddest man alive even badder. God damn it. Now you got to rest up. I know. Like, damn. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they're telling me. They're like, oh, we want to see that. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm down. <laughs> that's the one good thing about these rumbles is that you see an opportunity to make something happen, and the promoter's watching it, and the fans are watching it, and they see like this, like, oh, shit, that's going to be a thing. That's going to be a thing coming up. Yeah, like, that's, that's that's the that's something I just started, kind of just started doing. Like when I was about eight nine years in, it started creating moments instead of spots or getting yeah. my shit in whatever. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah. well, we can have like a stare down or like something can happen here, and then that could create a moment. Maybe mm-hmm. the crowd will get to it and be like, oh, I remember Andy and so and so. They stared each other down, but didn't mm-hmm. you know didn't touch. So maybe later on we can have that. So. Yeah. Buddy Paul drove me on the fucking apron that got got me eliminated. So maybe that could be the next thing. They saw yeah. the showdown with me and Shogun. It's like I want to see this in the match. That could be the next thing. You know, yeah, yeah. something, something, it's all something. About but those moments. moments. Yeah. yeah, it's. It, I have the same mentality where it's like, yeah, like obviously wrestling's changed to where now it's all about how many gifts you can get out of a match and how many clips you can pull. And yeah, you know that's. He neither here nor there about that, but like I always look for like okay, I'll do my gift shit, I'll get some stuff in, but I always want I ra- always always rather do like three less moves if I can have one moment. Yeah. And yeah. like I remember like when I wrestled Remy Marcel back in March, and Good dude. Uh, I love him. Yeah, no sweetheart, uh, stiff as shit, but I mean. <laughs> I mean, nothing I, I couldn't it. handle. Nothing I couldn't handle. But man, that fucker came in. <laughs> um, but uh, I remember we were going over like a, a double down for me, and like I had originally planned this like longer sequence, and then I was like, actually, you know what, Remy? You know what probably would work? What's that? And he goes, you do that tornado DDT off the top. What if you just do it, and I just stall you, and like you don't get it, and then I just pop you up for a suplex right off that. And he's like. He's like, really? Do you think that'd be enough? And I was like, yeah, man, because that tells so much about our dynamic in one move. It's like I I understand your move set. I'm strong as shit. I'm 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 in the fight. Like you know, you know, it just it just and then sure enough, I did it and I got that I got that like uh, ooh reaction like the fucking like the whole crowd went oh fuck. I love that. that <laughs> Including me who that. forgot that I was the <laughs> forgot you were refing my match. <laughs> Oh um, yeah, and now I do, and then I got to do it again with Wheezy because Wheezy does the tornado DDT. But now I was like, oh, you're small enough that we're like, and he, I had to be a little bit safer with Remy, but with Wheezy, I was like, hey, I want to do this spot where I stall your tornado DDT, but can I go into a brainbuster? And he's hell like, yeah. fuck yeah, dude, kill me. And I was like, <laughs> hell yeah, and I did it, and man, it was clean as shit. I was just bam, and he like shot up like he had been fucking. Dude. <laughs> he sells like Shawn Michaels. Everything oh, he's is so like, good. and he's like a rubber band on every everything. You hit him with a big move, and he's fucking Shawn Michaels rope flipping over the top rope from a fucking like stunner fucking cell. 
I love Wheezy. Good. Uh, but, yeah, I like but him. today we love Andy. So you're uh, you're you're at a Southern California, right? Yes. Yeah. So like, where? Who trained you? Like, what? What's what school did you start at? Uh, Jesse Hernandez School of Hard Knocks. It's in the IE area, so like forty-five minutes away from Los Angeles. Um, I was I came out of there. A lot of good names came out of there. I think with uh, uh, sucks he just got let go. But Ryan Taylor or Rust Taylor, wherever the fuck Chuck he goes. Chuck Rust. Yeah. Uh, Rust. Yeah. yeah. Him. Uh, Rocky Romero. Uh, and T.J. Perkins just a little bit. And um, I came out of there, man. This shit was cool. I was trained. That that school was is very like. It's different from anything I've seen in like a positive way because it, it trains lucha, American lucha, Mexico style lucha, where everything is like on the right side, which was very different for me. And then, you know, psychology of matches and then like basic shit, obviously. And then promos and stuff like that, which I fucking hate promos. But like I was training there for a year before I actually was able to do shows. And then I was there the entire time until I uh, moved over here to Orlando. So, yeah. Oh, word. Okay. So, um, and you just got here, like, kind of like a few months ago, right? No. Well, uh, I just found out in November is going to be a year. So, I've been here for a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, you know, I have no concept of time. So. Sure. But yeah, because I've uh, I've seen you on. I realized uh, after meeting you at Devon's that I had seen you on some posters from shows in like Vegas and California and stuff. Because uh, one of my good friends uh, moved out to Vegas in the last couple years, so he, he's been you know integrated into that indie scene. And then I realized like, oh, I've seen you on some of these posters that he's been sharing. Yeah, I, when I was out there, I was, I don't want to say, like, I don't like putting myself over, but, like, I was, like, a well-known, not big name, but well-known name that I was everywhere, like, San Diego area, Vegas area. I was just starting to get up to NorCal, like, the Bay, San Francisco area, but I was I was kind of constantly everywhere. Like, I was working all the fucking time. And then we had a, um, a show. What really got my name bigger was... Um, I think I could say it right. Bar wrestling at the time. Yeah, we won't yeah. just say who the fuck yeah. it or whatever. Ran by yeah, invisible I camp. think we're allowed to acknowledge that it existed. Okay, yeah. cool. So yeah, that that place we we would run like Wednesdays and Thursdays, and like that shit was crazy because I would have like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I'm just like, fuck, I'm just so exhausted. But God, like, by Sunday you must have been fucked. I was done. Yeah, I was done. I was. I had two sets of gear, <laughs> so like I would like air dry one of them and then wear the other one, and then wash it, and then air, it was just, it was insane. My body was destroyed. Like that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like I would hate wrestling. Like I would have a dope ass show on Wednesday, and then Thursday, and then Friday would be like, oh man, I fucking I don't want to do this anymore. And then Saturday <laughs> would be like, I really don't want to do it. Sunday. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm quitting. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then Monday go to work and then whatever, whatever. And then Wednesday be like, yeah, man, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. And then start the whole fucking cycle again. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, that I, sounds familiar. <laughs> I mean, I think there is something to that. Like, just like I, I admire the guys who can like really go on the grind. I was asked this recently by someone in an interview where they were like, "Oh, you know, where do you see yourself? Like, could you do you think you could ever make it to like the big leagues?" And it's like, you know what? Regardless of all the other reasons, I'm never gonna get signed. Um, like. I think, like, even if I was, like, exactly what a major company was looking for, like, I don't know if I could do that schedule, man. Yeah, like, the schedule is pretty fucking gnarly. Yeah, so it's like, I admire... It's a little better now, but... Yeah, and obviously, like, AEW's not really doing house shows, and is significantly doing less, but, like, I don't know, man, like, that... I need my recharge time, like, I need, like... Yeah. You know, like... Like I remember at one point we were wrestling like before the pandemic we were wrestling like almost every weekend mm-hmm. and, and sometimes uh, like three three times a weekend. Yeah, there'd be a. Couple He's what? freezing again. Did he cut out? And I was. Yeah. You froze. You froze again. You froze, buddy. Am I? Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, and there's your face again. You were ah. frozen in picture form since basically the second we signed on, but. Now you're uh, alive again. Hey, no, you're not. Never hey. mind. Now you just like sad and frozen. Okay. Oh well, <laughs> sad I can see him moving. Yeah. Oh, I do not. So I don't know. Maybe my <laughs> internet's being a bitch too. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. But like. Yeah. We worked those like triple shots, and I just remember like, I was just so glad I was in a tag team. I just remember that thinking that like I was just like God, if I had to do these 20 minute matches by myself, like I would be absolutely destroyed. <laughs> that's, that's how it was when I was working at San, in San Diego. Ground zero was the spot. And it was like, this, uh, it was an up and coming spot in, in San Diego, but it was like very like, they were trying to, and it was fine. They were trying to be uh, PWG light. Right. So everyone on there was just like, fucking hundred. Yeah, man. From the start. And I was their champion. So my job was to be so you had different. to be two hundred. Yeah, man. <laughs> the shit I was doing and the stuff I was, the stuff it was dope because my mind came up with so many different ways on like you know dirty tactics on like how to keep the title and how to make shit different and like I would I was being idiots and taking Canadian destroyers on the fucking floor and uh, off the top pile drivers all this dumb shit but like it needed like it worked my mind in the sense of like thinking like if people are thinking outside the box i'm way out of that motherfucker like i'm on the other side you know what i mean so it was cool but at the same time like i don't think people understand like it's not the wrestling that like kind of kills it it's the traveling part of it yeah it's like having to get up early get all your shit together driver you know depending on how long it is or how far it is getting there and then you're finally there and then you're just like are my opponents here no tight all right let me just fucking walk around then you have to go over the match and then whatever and then do the match and be like all right i'll see you guys later and then drive back home yeah Yeah. it's like so much it takes so much energy for you to do 15 minutes of work Mm -hmm. it's so insane so forget about like trying to keep some semblance of health while you're while you're on the road it's like oh i'm in the middle of nowhere gas station food like Mm -hmm. (laughs) i've gotten really good at that though of like of like pinpoint like 
I'm definitely that guy. Like, I'm not like a. I'm not, like I've always heard those stories about like how Eddie and Benoit would read like the nutrition facts on everything, mm. and like get it down to an absolute science. Like, I'm not that much of a freak about it, but I, I, I like have just like I'd almost out of curiosity, just been like, all right, I'm gonna start reading what's on the back of these things. Nope, and I fucked up. Yeah, I know. But what's funny <laughs> is like. I've been pleasantly surprised a few times of like, oh, this wasn't as bad for me as I thought it was. And then once in a while, I'll read something. I'm like, holy fucking shit! Never put this in your body. Have you guys yeah. read the Have you guys read the back of a pop tart before? Oh, they're uh, fucking awful. I mean, I love pop tarts. Obviously, you know that. There, if if there was a, a sick food group for me, it's pop tart. But uh, yeah, it oh, they're like, awful. It is an Armageddon level of sugar. And a pop tart. <laughs> Good lord. When I, I was dieting like really, really, really well, um, I made like I made room in my diet for one pop tart a day, um, and, and it was rough. How? They're like five hundred calories. Um, they're actually <laughs> actually a strawberry frosted one is only like 330 calories i believe um but like the the whole bag Um, it's one pop tart you gotta eat both of them yeah at least one pop tart oh that's a good question guys how do you eat your pop tarts do you do you like take the whole damn pop tart and bite off of it or do you break pieces Uh, daddy you know i eat around it and then eat that center the you know, eat the crust eat the crust around it crust so first like all that, right like, all mm-hmm. and then it I'll just depends on my mental state <laughs> yeah some days like life is so rough i literally just eat the damn thing like a slice right. of pizza well, like then, there's no like, started there's no your, breaks pops who's, you know? what's your go-to pop tart flavor if you could only pick one pop tart what's your go-to flavor i'm gonna sound like an old man but for me that's uh that's cinnamon, brown, the brown sugar cinnamon one. Cinnamon? The fuck yeah, I know. I'm old, sad. dude. Back in my <laughs> day, all we had was strawberry and cinnamon. Ah, oh, man. Strawberry frosted. Yeah, probably the same. The OG one, yeah. I don't really fuck with Pop-Tarts like that, though. I'm going to be a cop about it, and I'm going to pick unfrosted strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Probably. I know. But a, fruit a lot, a lot actually. <laughs> no, being a, a cop, <laughs> being a cop would be um, calling a Gatorade flavor by the actual name of it and not the color of not the, the color. liquid. Yeah. That means you're a cop. You guys it's not me? cool blue and glacier freeze. It's dark blue and light, light blue. blue. Agreed. <laughs> You guys want some fruit punch Gatorade? Who the what the fuck? Get him out of here! <laughs> <laughs> it's lemon lime, nah, bitch. It's yellow. Nah, it's bitch. Yellow. Is green. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> shit's, shit's yellow. That That's was always hilarious. a big contention of argument in my schoolyard. Was the lemon lime Gatorade? Was it yellow or green? It was like the. Uh, you guys remember that dress thing that was going around for a while? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh, is yeah. the dress yeah. blue and something. black, or is the dress yellow and and white? And like that's, I felt like that was our version of that in the '90s. Was like, is this yellow or green? <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, we used to have uh, Fanta. 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 Don't you wanna wanna Fanta? Don't you wanna? Thanks, Andy. I know that's stuck in my head all night. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I heard a podcast once about how Fanta like has like 
insanely racist roots. Stop that. And I was Do like, I want to know if this is true. Oh, you know Bobby Fanta? Not Bobby Fanta. He's not racist, but Fanta. <laughs> You'll have. I'll have to share it with I gotta you guys. Look that up. Yes, I yeah. know who Bobby Fanta is. Uh, we love you, Bobby Fanta. I hope yep. life is okay. Anyway, speaking of life being okay, uh, sometimes life isn't okay. Sometimes life gets a little rowdy. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> I was like, where's he go with this? Here we go. <laughs> uh, sometimes they're real smooth. Sometimes they're wild stretches. <laughs> and then sometimes I'm just like, fuck it. We're moving on to the next thing. <laughs> so anyway, shut Uh, Shut the fuck up up about furries and having sex with aliens. Let's talk about wrestling. (laughs) Um, uh, I was wondering, so we have a segment on the show because we are indeed the only Conan Stan podcast, including his own. Uh, And because of that, we'd like to ask our guests, is there a time in your career where things got a little hairy? Things looked a little grim. Things were a bit... Rowdy, rowdy. K-O-N-A-N-Conan. But after it was all said and done, after you got through it, you're like, you know what? I'm glad that happened. I'm glad I went through that. I'm glad that I had this experience. You were bowed about it. I don't, I don't this is know. your rowdy, rowdy, bad about it segment of the week. Please donate to our PayPal so we can afford a real air horn sound effect. Hell yeah. That's I wouldn't say, like, I was happy that I got out of it and, like, uh, oh, I learned something cool. I guess so. I don't know. So the story goes. I mean, it can literally just be, like, I'm glad I have this story. <laughs> Okay, so it's I'll, like I so like that I can tell this. Okay, so that's that's all right. That's where it's at. So I I won't say the promotion's name or any any of the people involved, whatever. But like, it, excuse me, I had a a show on whatever. It was like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The Sunday show was in TJ. The Saturday show was in uh was in um Arizona. So whatever, right? We're driving. I have the show Friday. She was dope. Saturday show. I wasn't expecting anything. I didn't think it was going to be good at all. Turned out to be fucking dope. Like, I can't remember the guy's name that I wrestled, but it was fantastic. So we end up driving somewhere to the homie's house that's like an hour away from the venue of the show on Sunday. So the homie sends me a video on Saturday night about he was at, (laughs) I was teaming with him. It was a three on three. I was teaming with them and he did a like a radio interview with the dudes we were talking or gonna wrestle and they were talking shit. They're like, yeah, we're gonna fucking stab you guys because fucking it's TJ and we don't like Americans, blah blah blah. It it seemed real, right? So I was just like, that didn't sound like a promo. It didn't sound like anything was just like, oh, and then on this Sunday we're gonna kick you, you know, kick your butts because da 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 whatever. It was very like, oh no, we're gonna we're gonna hurt you guys. I'm gonna stab you and da 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 da. So I was like, all right, whatever. And then I looked these guys up, and the biggest fucking gashes on their forehead. You know what I mean? Like those those fucking the marks on their forehead. I'm just like, oh fuck. And I'm looking at like some of their stuff, and I'm like, oh, they're probably gonna hurt us. Like they're really gonna probably 
you know, fuck us up. Sunday night or Sunday uh, afternoon, as we're driving, the promoter goes, hey, man, I just want to give you a heads up. Uh, These guys are really angry at your partner. So, like, protect yourself. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, hey, dog, I don't want to go then. You know, like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) He goes, no, no, no. He goes, no, you're going to, I think you'll be okay. I just want you to, you know, whatever. I think. I think. Yeah, yeah, it it was fantastic. But because I love this fucking business of that I'm in, I still went and I told him, I was like, hey, you need to pay me double. He goes, all right, I'll pay you double for sure. But like, for whatever reason, this match like was kind of talked about. Like people were really coming to see this shit. So we get there. Watch a man die. <laughs> bro, it was insane. So we, so we get there and I'm looking at my partner and he's like, oh, it's all a joke. It's all a joke. Like whatever, who cares? Right. And I'm freaking the fuck out. They're not there yet. The show starts at 7, whatever. They're not there yet. It's 6.45. They're still not there yet. And I'm like, not one of these motherfuckers are here, right? And I'm just like, oh, fuck. Finally, 7.30 kits. Shows already started, by the way. They get there drunk as fuck. And I'm like, sick. This is amazing. I cannot wait for this. So I'm over there just like, oh, fuck, man. Oh, fuck. We're going to get hurt. Like, they're going to fucking stab us and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, ah, maybe they're, they're, they're cool. They're chilling. They're like, what's up? What's up? What's up? We had a translator. I kind of understand Spanish. I can't really speak it well. We had a translator that was just like, oh, what do you guys want to do? Da, 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 da. And one of them said under his breath to his homie was that one right there. This is when I had long hair. He goes, that one right there with the long hair, I'm going to fuck him up. And I was like, tight. All right. And I looked at him. I was just like, all right, this is going to happen. Let's fucking go. And then we put a match together. Don't even remember the match, right? But right in the beginning of the match, it was called, we're going to do a stare down, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and they're going, we're going to punch them. We're going to hit the rope. And then they're going to super kick us, right? So all right, cool. But right before we go out, this was the best part of the, the story. Right before we go out, they fuck it. I just hear... <laughs> And I'm all like, no. and I happened to look because it was our music. No. Hitting, and I look and I, they're just fucking snorting. I was like, yeah, I'm going to die tonight. This is fantastic. I'm going to get got hurt. powdered donuts without me. What the fuck? I, well, I was like, what's going on, guys? <laughs> so you shouldn't so eat we that go, before the match. This shit is going to hurt your stomach. That's going to hurt, bro. You're going to cramp up out there. <laughs> so we go so we go out there and we do the shit whatever everyone's booing us because we're the americans whatever and then they come out they're gonna be like, yeah fuck yeah like they're they're all hype whatever we're staring them down staring them down i hit them i like not not didn't kill them just bang. and i <laughs> we give them our backs to hit the rope and i'm like oh fuck here we go hit the rope took a super kick i was like oh fuck okay that was fine whatever and then he picks me up and he goes oh you motherfucker goes up this winds back about to hit me right in the face i was like oh the softest hit i've ever taken i was like huh and then he does it again and i was like what the fuck is happening these guys took so like so much care of us they didn't kill us at all none of that shit i was just like wait oh oh fuck i got work dog i got fucking work and then what's even scarier is like one of the guys he he's a psychopath he like ripped the soda can like open so the the jagged edges right and he was just like this i'm gonna stab him i'm gonna stab him and he goes and he goes uh block it block it block it so i just grab his hand throw it away and i'm just like man did i just get fucking worked 
what the fuck? Whatever. We finish the match. We go to the back. They're like, oh, thank you. Gave us big hugs. The promoter's laughing his ass off. He goes, did you really think I was going to let you get hurt? Did you really think? And I was like, well, why the fuck did you tell me that? He goes, just to scare you. It was funny. You're new Still here. Why not? Me double. Yeah. He ended up paying me double. Got me fucked up. She was fantastic. <laughs> And then Wait, I went back again like two weeks ago. It was great. Hey. <laughs> Yo, that is the fucking rowdy, rowdiest, bout it, bowdiest that, that like. Yeah, that it lived up to the segment. That is, that is the most Conan ass story I've ever heard on this show. <laughs> it, was just, it was fucking scary, man. I was, I'm telling you, if you would have saw me, I was terrified the entire time. We go yeah. in there and they touch us, and I'm just like, huh, oh, oh, okay. Like, you know what? I, there might have been like a small part of them that was like, it's almost like that family guy joke of like, I was testing you and you passed. Probably. Like, it was like, it was like that, like, let's see if this little fucker is willing to still get in the ring. It probably you know? was that, man, because yeah, it was, it was insane. We, we drank a beer after and it was, it was straight. Oh, oh, do you want, do you want some Coke? I was like, nah, man, I'm, I'm fucking okay. Coke. Okay. Like, thank you. Like, thank you so much. I was like, no, that's, I don't want powdered donuts. <laughs> that's, that's me. Um, whenever I'm at like an after show party and people are like offering me like copious amounts of like really expensive drugs. Um, and like, I don't even know some of these people and I'm just like, Oh my God, thank you so much. Like I'm straight edge and I, I don't do drugs and I don't, and I don't drink, but like, thank you so much for offering me that Coke. I always tell them like, no, I don't do that, but I'll take a beer. Do you have more alcohol? Like, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's because you're a functioning alcoholic. Thank God. I mean, knock on wood, but hell yeah. <laughs> Stop being functioning is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That was oh. my story. I hope it was okay. I hope oh, it was a good dog, story. That was amazing. Brother, I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, <laughs> For real, explain, is he about to explain why he has like three bionic ribs or something? Oh. Like, <laughs> now I remember. It's You know what? That has to be like a fucking... That's just a Hispanic wrestler thing, I think. Because, like, um, when I went to go do the MLW TV tapings back in October last year, um, the ones they did with, like, no audience, um, I did a bunch of um, Contra unit segments. So, basically, like, I spent the whole week just getting my ass whipped by everybody on that roster. And um, we did this one bit where the storyline is supposed to be that, like, Contra has taken over the MLW headquarters and now the MLW roster, like it's fucking GI Joe, have to like invade the headquarters to take it back. They and, gotta uh, infiltrate. You gotta infiltrate. So um, there's a part where Savio Vega is supposed to be hitting us with a pipe, or no, it's a crowbar. He's it's he's hitting us with a crowbar, and so I'm in my full getup, and we're getting ready to film this thing. And he goes, "You ever been hit with one I did before?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, sir." And he goes, "Okay, I'm gonna hit you here." And he bops me on the head. I'm going to hit you here. And he, like, um, I forget, like, yeah, head. And then he was going to, like, like I don't know, like, hit Just me in the away. knee or something. Like, he, he was he was going to do it fucking, like, gangland style. Like, fucking bam, bam. Like, fuck you. You're dead. And he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'll just, you know, I'll sell it. And he's just like, okay. And then roll it. And then he walks up to me. He straight up fucking triple H's the crowbar into my stomach. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and then just hits me on the back. <laughs> and, you know, and I sell it. I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> and I'm just like, 
oh, you wanted, you tested me. You wanted to see if I was going to complain about you hitting me in the head with a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> I hate I hate when people do that. Phoenix, but this if you're is still listening, <laughs> it's the it's the Family Guy line. Joaquin Phoenix, if you're still watching, um, <laughs> that was the test, and you passed, and now you can be our friend. I do that shit every time I call spots for sure. I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna give you a power bomb, roll you up, because I do a lot of things. Power bomb, roll you up, knee you in the face, blah blah blah. And I was just like, hey, I'm really snug with the power bomb, so just like breathe out, but like be careful. And then, like, tuck your chin, though, because you might whiplash. And then I'll roll you to your knees, and then I'm just I'm probably going to aim for your nose, but don't worry, I'm safe. But, like, if I, hit, <laughs> if I hit you in the nose, my bad. But then, like, none of that shit happens, and they're just like, hey, man, like, why would you do that? I was like, I don't know. It was just kind of fucking funny to it's me. It's hilarious to me. <laughs> it's hilarious, motherfucker. Why else would I do it? Oh, fucking A. Um, speaking of working people, uh, I guess we'll move on to another segment, which is pretty standard wrestling interview question, which is, uh, every, every, uh, not every Wednesday, but our episodes, our episodes come out on Wednesdays. And so we want to know, Andy, be it someone you, a peer of yours, someone you looked up to growing up, uh, someone who's no longer with us, uh, who are any of your slew of Wrestle Crush Wednesdays? This is Wrestle Crush Wednesday. That one's hard. I always have that, like, who would I want to, who would I want to mesh with or whatever. I feel like the top of the list is, uh, is Chris Hero for sure? I think My just God. just off of strikes alone, and he's probably one of the smartest men in wrestling. Probably, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would say him. Uh, what's his name? JT Dunn. Uh, man, that, that that's a good question. That was kind of hard though. Yeah, people like that. I I really like to get in there with. I have. I've like can't like I walked by them, said hello, but I've never like wrestled them. So that would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all, you know who, who you know who's on top of that list is Jay Lethal, and I'm not just saying that just because y'all are here, but like I like dude, like just looking at this motherfucker and like seeing where he came out of and all that stuff. His ROH <clears throat> heavyweight title run was in fucking insane. That's why I started doing the cutter because of him. I just can't do that fucking. Sp- Fucking handspring shit. That shit hurts my shoulders. <laughs> but uh, them, uh, obvious picks, really, like Will Ospreay and Ricochet and shit like that. Just because he's the home. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, John Morrison or Johnny Drip Drip. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be dope. Yeah, just um, being able to go under to the Starship Pain would be like a career highlight. It would be a life highlight. That'd be so dope. We did... Me and me and uh, Morrison did like some like random ass fucking movie when I was still in LA, and I was able to take his Spanish fly like fucking five times. That shit was crazy. It was just always yeah. the same thing. I was just like, oh, oh easy. Oh fuck. Okay, cool. All good. He's so nice. We met him at a uh, a Joey Janela spring break a few years ago, and like it was a group of people um, just sitting around, and I was like, hey guys, uh, blah blah blah. But we were just there to. Uh, because we were helping out at the next show, at the Blackcraft show that ended the world. Oh. And um, 
But he was like, oh, hey, guys, how's it going? Gets up, shakes our hand. He's like, hey, I'm John. I'm like, dude, it's cool. We know. George Green is the only reason to be on top of uh, uh, of the top rope. There's no other movie that belongs up there. We, we've had this, Andy, to explain, we had this running joke of, like, uh, that the Starship Pain is the best top rope mover in all of wrestling. It is. And, that, and it's like, so it's it like is. a joke. It is. That's not a joke. I, okay, well, <laughs> but we just, we've always made the comment that it's like, like I always imagine, like this, like old Carolina Hick wrestling fan being like, "Son, if you ain't going up to there to do a Starship pain, don't fucking go up there." Yeah. Why the you, fuck you, would you go you up might there? As well, you might as well. What are you even doing? That that top rope there? That's for <laughs> that's for protecting yourself when you hit the damn ropes. That's you, you better not be standing up there unless your intention is a Starship pain. I want to start calling a starship pain like in a match, like knock someone down and tell them to give me a second and then sneak behind and give me a German. But I'm going to be like, right there, starship pain, starship pain. <clears throat> and then when people get hyped thinking I'm about to starship pain, someone just way socks me and fucking Germans oh, the yeah. shit out of me. I used to call for a double moonsault. Y'all want to see a double moonsault? I'll go up there, like get ready for it. <sighs> And then have the guy like just sweep my legs and crotch me in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. And then also I, w- I want to wrestle uh, Shotzi Blackheart. Oh yeah. Hey. I'm into you know gender matches. They're fun. You know what's so wild about her is like it. I don't know what it is. Like I know a lot. I mean, this sounds like I'm bragging or something, but like I know a fair amount of people who have gotten signed, and like I got to see like their come up. But hers is the most wild to me because she kind of just I know she's like, you know, from California and stuff, but like she just like appeared in Florida one day and it wasn't like it wasn't like this grand announcement. It wasn't like, oh, I'm here to work all the super indies. It was like she just showed up and started working the fucking flea market shows. And like I remember specifically like I wanted to book her for something and she was like, yeah, my price is $50. She was asking for $50 to come wrestle for me. And I'm just thinking, like, she's like a TV star now. Like, this is insane. Yeah. yeah she it's that was- grind, man. Those motherfuckers just want to they just want to get in front of people and just work. Oh yeah, no, I respect, I respect it. It's just one of those things where, like, that's just it, that, that the, the time delineation is insane to me. Yeah. It's. I was so happy for her when um, she got signed. It's like I never got to fucking work her. I was like just getting started uh, with Evolve uh, before I fell down the fucking stairs. Wait, was it stairs? No, it, this was after. Was this after stairs? Oh my god! What time? What? Huh, hmm. Hold on. Yeah, do you think? I think Shotzi was signed in nineteen. No, she was. She was. Um, yeah, this was this was right before I fell down the stairs. I was just getting started with Evolve, um, and uh, I was like, I like kind of became friends with her, and I was like, "Yo, you are one of the people that like I've always wanted to work." And she was like, "Well, you know, now that you're getting started here, you know, hopefully we'll be able to have a match." I'll be like, "Fuck yeah!" And then, um, like the next Evolve show was obviously Sherry knew she was signed, but it was the one where uh, Regal was there and he said that he was going to make an announcement that was going to change someone's life. So like he announced like 
her contract um, um, uh, and that way she was signed and um, like I was fucking bawling like and she's you know bawling in the ring even though like she knew that it happened it was gonna happen Um, but I was bawling she was bawling everybody was bawling she comes back stage we're like crying at each other and I give her the biggest fuck fucking hug ever and I'm just, just like happy for you I can't even and she was like oh my god and it was really emotional so like every time I see that she gets to do something fucking cool on TV I'm like hell yeah what's the rest of that's so dope when you get to see like your homies fucking do something dope on TV or in general, just something cool. <clears throat> yeah. I'm at the point now where I, I think all of us are really where like we have, you know, legitimate like friends. Like we, we got homies in big companies and we're like, Holy fuck. Wrestling is like, it, it makes it makes wrestling seem like more real, like more like yeah. a more yeah. like a possible career. When Agreed. you see when you see people that like you know and people you came up with like doing doing good shit, you're like hell yeah. Yeah, me me and my my ex partner, we used to talk about it all the time, like the what if, because we teamed up. We we had like this ongoing rival in in uh, rivalry in LA. Everywhere we fucking went, they always wanted to see us beat each other up. And then one night, we ended up teaming up, and, like, no one... How do you say it? Like, we were the team that you didn't know you wanted or needed. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, so it was that. So it just kind of happened. And we're just... We're lining everything up, like, all right, we're going to go here, we're going to go here. People wanted it. People wanted to see us and stuff like that, which was fantastic. And then as soon as, like, we're, like... Hey, like after this, we're hitting the road and blah blah blah. He got signed. I was like, you son of a bitch. Like now, like you know what I mean. So you're happy for him, obviously. Like hell yeah, man, that's dope. That's dope. But fuck, what if? You know, like what could have yeah. happened? What could have been? Uh, whatever. So, but it, again, I'm happy. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of rare for WWE to pick up tag teams nowadays. Like it yeah. seems like since um, uh, War Machine, I feel like they haven't. Well, yeah, kind of. Right. The last time they picked I up mean, a they real signed, Yeah, uh, well, they signed 2.0, who became Ever Rise. Oh and yeah, re- and then they released them. And then, um, um, the fucking they're champs right now in NXT. Uh, oh, oh yeah, oh MSK. MSK. MSK but that's two thirds yeah. of 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 Rascals, Yeah, they right? technically they split up a stable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Rascals. Yeah. Rascals. Uh, they're, rascals. They're, they're good people. Have you I ever wrestled the Rascals? Just... I don't know why I just immediately imagine you've been in the ring with the Rascals. Yeah, it was it was uh yeah. It was this place called uh West Coast Pro in uh San Francisco area, I think it is. It was a three way tag match. It was very, very good. It was kinda cool the way they're cause they're like known already. Mm-hmm. And I just remember going, Oh, excuse me, sirs, like are you guys okay to take this stuff and this stuff? I'm like, what the fuck? Hell yeah, dog, let's do it. Da, 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 da. I was like, oh shit, cool. Like, hell yeah. Because you always like sometimes wrestle like names and then they just, hey, you down to take this? Mm, nah, man. How about the, how about a drop to a whole brother? Like, <laughs> fuck, I guess. 
for a brother, How about a headlock, brother? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've Give definitely deals, I've definitely had like names turned down moves because but they'll point out a very good reason. They're like, hey man, like my you know, my shoulder's kind of fucked right now. Like I don't want to mess with it. Yeah. But they'll pay it back on the back end because they're like yeah, you know, I'd rather take something simpler, but when they take your simple move, they make it look like you fucking murdered them. Yeah, which I you like. Know, yeah. You know, like, I've had dudes, like, turn down, I'm not going to name names, but I've had dudes, like, turn down taking, like, big power moves from me. Not even that, like, I'm a big power move guy, but just, like, you know, simple stuff like brain busters and stuff. And they're like, oh, I'd rather take a lariat here, but when they take it, they, like, shooting star themselves. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I, I don't mind when professionals want to draw the line in things. It's just, but then it's like, you have to make it obvious to me that like, it's not about me wanting to shit on you. It's just, I have to protect myself. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Even, tell people, I'll even tell people now, like I'm not comfortable taking that move because I'm going to make it look shitty. Like I'll tell yeah. them straight up, like I'll do it, but yeah, it's probably going to look like shit and it's, it's going to be on you, not me. Yeah. But like we're gonna know it's on me, you know what I mean? So I was yeah. like, that's the only way I would deny something. I would be like, oh well, how about you just do this instead? You know, mm-hmm. I always give them a counteract. Yeah, I try to, I try to be really diplomatic with stuff like that. I'm just like, okay, or how about this and stuff? And I've, I did the, I did have like the complete opposite experience and i'm sure i've already told this story on the pod before but fuck it um the first time i wrestled uh mercedes martinez who i like to say is uh my mother and raised me by herself with no assistance um she uh the first time i was like so fucking nervous and i was like oh okay hello Oh, yeah. Um, and she was like, don't be nervous, kid. I got you. And she's like, all right, what do you do? And suddenly I forgot everything that I do. I'm oh, like, my shit. God. I I'm, hate. I'm like, no, I'm like, that's shit, a do real I lock thing. up with people? Andy, have you ever had that moment? Like, that's a real thing where it's yeah. like you wrestle somebody, you know, is better than you or someone that's like at least at a higher station than you. And it's like you go to call a match with them and it doesn't matter how nice and diplomatic they're being. You suddenly don't know how to wrestle and you don't I, know what your moves are. Yeah. You've never yeah. stepped in the ring before. Not a day in your life. <laughs> yeah. The, the problem I have is like, nothing I do is dangerous, but you think like, what do they want to take? Oh man. I feel like yeah. all the stuff I do is not well, it's not good enough for them. Like, I don't know, yeah. sir. I can get you an arm ringer. And they're just like, the fuck dog this is already the falsies let's go let's go let's go where are your canadians my dude <laughs> yeah exactly i remember i had a match like that where i was just like i don't know man maybe i'll give you like a suplex or a spine buster they're all like don't you do a pile driver why don't you give me like a pile driver i'm like are you okay taking that they're all like what the fuck why are you questioning it like are you okay giving it i'm like no yeah, yeah i could do it it's just i didn't know you were down for shit like that <laughs> I didn't know you get freaky like that. All right. <laughs> I didn't know you like to get wet. We that was a- like, that was like, that's why that was like my, my best experience ever was with Mercedes. Cause she's like, what do you do? And it takes a while for her to kind of like coax out of me the things that I do. Cause like, I remembered uh, how to wrestle. Um, so I started naming stuff and she's like, okay, 
and and I'm thinking, oh fuck, she doesn't like that. Uh, so I name other stuff. She's like, all right, and um, and I'm like, fuck, I'm running out of stuff, and it seems like she hates <laughs> all of it. And then I'm like, yeah, you know, that's 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 basically my shit. And she's like, all right, we're gonna do all of that. Yeah. And I was like, what? And she's I... like, yeah. And she's like, she's like, don't even don't even worry about it. It's like I'm gonna uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you when to do it. And like basically the match was like her telling me like like her like she would like call whatever for like me to take and i would take it and then she'd be like all right now give me that thing um but she knew exactly what it was like she learned and memorized my move set and knew like exactly where to put it and i was like this is the greatest day of my whole life i just had a similar experience but like the other way where like I was wrestling this uh, this young dude Blake Blake Banks, like I like this motherfucker a lot. He's a very cool dude, and we had a, a match like two Saturdays ago. And I asked him, I was like, "What do you do?" He's just like, "Oh fuck, uh, uh, I do uh, uh, I don't know, man." I was like, "What the fuck, dog? Like I seen you, like you do stuff. Like what do you what do you want to do?" And he gave me like I think it was like four moves. And I was like, "All right." And I just stood quiet, and he's just like, well, what? I was like, I'm thinking. I was like, all right, we'll do this, 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 and that. This and that. I like stacking shit. Like, yeah. I always like something, 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 then, you know, cover or whatever. Big fucking dinosaur. Yeah. So it's just like a lot, of, like, we had this, we called this match, and he was very fucking nervous. And we go out there, and we fucking kill it. Hey, it was so fantastic. Get down from there. Get down. <laughs> She's talking to it, would, her it wouldn't be an episode of our podcast know, right? if there wasn't a segment where Chelsea's yelling at her cats to get off of something. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, yeah. Good. No, you good? I was just going to transition into our last segment, which is usually the quickest one because it's a pretty easy answer for most people. Uh, was that Don standing on the counter again? Yeah. No, Don was standing was on the counter. Was your, was your six foot seven husband on the counter again? Yeah, the spray uh, with water. Get your ass down. Get your big ass down. <laughs> yes, I love talking shit. I love talking shit my, to him. Every time I see him, I love cat, talking shit to him because I know he can like throw me if he wants to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what's funny about what's funny about Adon is not only is he huge, like legitimately huge and beefy, but it's like he's also got military training and he's got like that scary <laughs> yep. Israeli military training. So it's like. He he not only knows how to kill you, he knows how to bury the body and make sure you never get found. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> how to kill you with every single item in the room, including the room itself. <laughs> I remember being in the ring with him, and I'm just like, well, what do you want to do, sir? And he goes, no, we can do whatever you want. He goes, uh-uh, dog, I ain't fucking saying shit. Whatever you want, tell me. <laughs> whatever you want to do, dog. Oh, fuck. Oh man! The, I the can't wait till he listens to this episode. We're in the we're more in the car driving somewhere, and he's just gonna like make me take off my headphones. He's gonna pause the podcast, and he's gonna look at me, and he's like, "Really, really?" Because Hell he yeah. thinks he's like trash. But yeah. Oh man! No, I love uh, I love it. what's fun about wrestling guys like a Don though is that like I do feel like sometimes it's like. Um, like I always, I, I always have this paranoia that I sandbag people like mainly, mainly because like, uh, I had like a wrestler call me fat once, like told me I was heavy, even though the spot was him putting me in an airplane spin. So it's like, 
how am I supposed to not be heavy on that? I gave you a jump, fucker. Like, you're the one who wants to keep me on your shoulders for 20 seconds. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, but, uh, so... spins, by the way. Oh, yeah? Those shits are... Ugh. I hate it. I remember oh, yeah. taking one where, like, the dude went one way, stopped, went the other way. And I get it. Crowd was into it. Fuck it, do it. Then he gave me a German. But the German felt like I landed, like, on my face. Like, I landed safely. Everything was fine. But, like... I guess because I was so dizzy when I went back, I was just like, dude, fuck that. I wanted to throw up. It just felt yeah. so I didn't like it at all. It's very That's disorienting. Adon did a double airplane spin in the rumble. <laughs> yeah. And he did it to the littlest guy in the match, so it was hilarious. Well, yeah, he did it to Azzy, and then he fucking yeeted him oh. to the other goes, side of the planet. Adon's like, what, what number are you in? I was like, why? He's just like, because I want to make sure so I can do some shit. And I was just like, nah, bro. Uh, whenever I come in, I'm throwing your ass out by myself, homie. Gorilla press. Get <laughs> your ass out. Yeah. <laughs> Andre that shit. <laughs> <laughs> then he gets closer to me. I'm like, fuck, I'm just kidding, man. Stop. And I run away. Oh. <laughs> Andy, before, before we get to the last segment, I definitely want to ask you this. Because you're someone who's been in wrestling long enough to, I think, see this transition. Um, how do you feel being a guy your size right now? Like a, cause like 10 years ago, guys like you and me, we were average wrestlers. We were, we were just, if anything, we were small. Um, and now like I go to shows and the guys will be calling matches with me and they're expecting, I legit have had guys be like, Hey, I was thinking for this cutoff, maybe you gorilla press me to the outside. Yeah. And I'm like, what makes you think I do a fucking gorilla press? Uh-huh. So I'm one five the, ten, motherfucker. Yeah. One, <laughs> one of the things well, I, I get, hate on I, Twitter. I get <laughs> one of the things I get asked a lot is like, oh, if I jump off the top and can you catch me in a cross body? I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and but like catch them. Yeah. And I'm like, like stop for it, what, yeah. dog? Like you're tripping. How about I just kick you in the gut and then we just go from there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've noticed that that I've been like, I'm kind of like the a thicker well i am thick yeah thick daddy homie but like i'm like bigger in the locker room now like i see a lot of those people they're all small but then again they're all young too i noticed that out here more in orlando like a lot of them are like super young and they're like their 20s and like 25 and shit like is the oldest that i've interacted with but yeah it's interesting to to see that shift happen of like I'm like two whatever and small compared to like now where I'm like the same size. Maybe my chest is a little wider, but like everyone else is tinier. It makes my job easier, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's always fun when they go, I shouldn't pick you up, right? That doesn't make sense. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, if you could do it, do it, dog. I don't yeah, care. Dude. And you know when it won't make sense? When you can't do it. <laughs> exactly. Hey. Hey. Oh, fucking heck. Yeah, I just, it's been so weird because it's like, I remember, it, and it almost feels like a very recent change even because mm-hmm. when I broke in, I broke in in 2014 and I was not the skinniest I'd ever been, but I was definitely like the most, like, because I'd gone through wrestling training and I was working out really hard and I was trying to be like, I want to be a pro wrestler. So, like, I got to be fucking trim so i was about 215 when i started and i mean if you look at pictures of me from back then i looked awful 
Um, like a starving child. I was skinny. I was the definition of skinny fat. And then like the worst way possible. Like I was still jelly in the torso, but my limbs were just like, like I don't have big arms now. I had, I had nothing like absolutely. There's like probably my biceps were probably about five inches smaller. So, so, so like, um, uh, I had all these guys booking me who would or guys who would work with me who would be like well what's your what's your cruiserweight spots like what do you do hurricanrana do you do like would you like top rope stuff and i was like i'm a brawler guys i don't have the (laughs) athleticism to do that shit and they're just like well you need to put on some size kid because i'm not gonna let you go out there and be a brawler you look you look like a fucking you look like peep squeak so so i like tried to get heavy i ended up just getting really fat I was about 265 at my highest. I'm maintaining around. I got down to like 238 right before the pandemic, and I felt like I was really killing it. And then right. pandemic happened. Um, oh, and same then, with me, dog. I was I got hella big after the pandemic. I was like I wasn't <laughs> like I wasn't like fucking anything to look at in the beginning, but yeah. I for sure was a lot thinner than what I thought I was. Like I was like, oh man, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat. But like I was, I was fat but not like ugh. and then at like during the pandemic and all that shit like i wasn't doing nothing in la everything was closed no gyms no yeah because you guys were like super locked down yes yeah, like in florida we were kind of like playing oh, fast and loose florida <laughs> yeah because we're florida yeah uh, but yeah you guys were like stay in your fucking house yeah like, man and, and i did and i didn't do shit like whenever i would go for a run <clears throat> that was it. I wouldn't do anything. I didn't have no weights. I didn't have shit. And I just like whatever I lost. When I started training, I was I was two sixty. I was at two sixty. I was a heavy boy. And then uh, I fell in love with some girl that worked at Burger King, and she gave me free burgers every fucking night. It was fantastic. R.I.P. R- to Bismarck Key. That sounds like a B side of his. I <laughs> <laughs> love with a girl at Burger King. It was great. And then I lost all that stuff. And then whatever. And then pandemic happened. And, I, and I re- I remember uh, weighing myself and knowing I shouldn't have, and I weighed myself and I was at uh, two fifty five, and then I was just like fuck. And this was like in the middle of the pandemic, so like I'm sure I got bigger, but I was, I was just like, oh, I need to lose weight, I need to lose weight, Lo- like go for runs, lose like two pounds, probably. I don't know, I didn't check again, and then just being like sick eat some burgers and drink some more alcohol like fuck it and then i came out here and everything like y'all motherfuckers was wild so it was open so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was like sick i could go to a gym again and blah blah, blah. Oh, and then, raw dog in this pandemic yeah man i was like y'all motherfuckers is crazy they'd be like let me check your temperature all right you're good but like not check it you know what i mean like yeah. Yeah. you're not even looking just, at the gun yeah yeah like, like all right go ahead <laughs> They just assume the gun will like set off an alarm if you're over like, something. <laughs> They're like, let me see. Bing bong. Yeah, you good, buddy. Right, and then right, like you show up and they look down at it. It's like 112 degrees. They're like, oh, yeah, shit. he's good. Whatever. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. And then I went and then Devon's because uh, I'll train at Devon school and that's it's a good school, man. It's just they do a fuck ton of cardio. So it's just like. That's where I know. And then especially in this armpit ass weather over here, it's like I dropped so much weight. You know what I mean? So I yeah. feel you on that shit. Yeah, I like I like uh, yeah, I'm about I've been maintaining around 250 
uh, I oscillate between like 250 and 255 based on how fat I'm being with my diet. Um, but like, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've, I like, I want to get back down to like, my goal was always 230. I want to be 230. And I know I could be trimmer, but like, I don't know. I feel like I've done a better job of putting on size. Mm. Like, I feel like it's, it's more in my legs and more in my chest than it was in my stomach before. Um, shoulders. The, the shoulders. shoulders. The boulder shoulders. Boulder shoulders. I got traps, daddy. Yeah. My um, problem is I drink too goddamn much. I drink a lot. So that's my problem. Like I'll I'll see like a like a like progress and like you could see it like, oh fuck yeah, look at the definition. And then Friday night I'm like, Sick, let's go. Drink. Saturday drink. Sunday be all like all hung over, so I don't want to go to the gym or doing anything. Yeah. Get breakfast burritos and then fucking Monday, I'm all like, oh, man, I feel like trash as I'm, like, doing a shitty little workout. Yeah. I think for me, it's, like, I, I, I'm i pretty good at, like, I I can cut out, I can cut pretty hard on candy, and I can cut pretty hard on, like, like I don't fuck with cheese and dairy, and, like, I don't drink. Um, for me, it's just, like, french fries, man. It's so hard oh, for me to cut, shit. like, burgers and french fries from my diet. Like, that is, like, a core of my being. <laughs> that's, that's my lady. She Everywhere we go, is there french fries? Is there french fries? I'm like, fuck, I don't know, dog. Like, <laughs> I, I'm getting my pizza. We're I, at I, Best I, Buy. Why are you asking about that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to find a charger. Are you trying to see if there's french fries at Best Buy? <laughs> And then, yeah, there's a fucking McDonald's or, or whatever the fuck around the corner. I'm like, all right, let's get that, I guess. Fucking hell. I just turned it to, to a complete dumpster fire. I was like, um, <laughs> no, legit, it was so bad. Like, yeah. um, I got, it was like the perfect storm of terribleness because um, it was right before... Um, the rest of the mania week that got canceled as we all know um and i was in like really really good shape i was like i was like really cut really starting to get like like good definition um and i was because um i wasn't able to work out at all for like months and months and months after um after i fell down the stairs uh, but I was finally like back in it. I was looking really good. My my new gear was almost in, and then um, the pandemic happened, and I got really depressed because I couldn't see. It. I went six months without seeing Idan because you know, like mm. the airports were closed. He couldn't come here, and, and uh, Israel went into like super lockdown. They were like, "Stay the fuck inside," <laughs> and like damn so i gained the covid 19 plus like my my usual fluctuation was like 157 to 163 um and i was like 155 or 153 or something like that um right before mania week and then i ballooned up to 186 which is my which is my highest ever i'm now back down to like 165 but there's a lot of work to be done. Gotta do it. Gotta do the works. I remember one time you were like, you were like knee deep. Like you had like on this real bad depression cycle for like a week straight where I think all you ate was like steak and shake. 
And, yeah. And I, and I remember I like like I marched up to you with a wheatgrass shot, being like, "You have to eat a vegetable." <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna die. <laughs> is yeah. steak and shake good? Is what? No. Is it good? Steak, no. Steak you and shake. Go- you don't go to Steak and Shake. You end up at Steak and Shake. Oh, that yeah. means worst places to eat. That being said, like if the shakes I, though are like legit. The shakes are legit. Um, fries are nothing. It's 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 paper on the plate. Um, but I always say, don't. A lot of people make the mistake of getting like you know the cheese bacon you know fuck you burgers. Mm. Um, they're just greasy messes. Don't fuck with them. Get like their deluxe burger, which has got all the veggies on it. Because when you do the steak and all the veggies, it actually is like a pretty satisfying burger, and it's only like four dollars. Tight. Yeah, it's so going like right around imagine, the corner. So I'm gonna try it. So you can imagine what my ass was doing during yeah. the pandemic, and I was so, and I was like, I was literally living off of like cereal, Lucky Charms specifically, mm-hmm. and like Steak and Shake, and I was barely. It's like I would get home from work immediately like pour myself a bowl of cereal and then like go to bed and then uh i would wake up and do the same thing and so that was like that was like a almost two week like process and uh and rios was finally like you're going to die and (laughs) handed me this this little bottle of like green awfulness and i was like you can't kill me. I'm already dead. He was like, great. So you should have no problem drinking this then. <laughs> God damn. Hell yeah. The pandemic yeah. Was, was rough. But we yeah. I was, it was definitely like this, like we were in this weird spat where like, she was like physical, her depression manifests in physical, like shutdown. And my mm. depression manifests in like numbness and hyperfixation. So basically it was like we were like cradling each other this entire pandemic because I would be the one that would be like, you need to get up. You need to you need to do do one squat. Can you do one squat for me? Oh, and then, like that. Yeah. And then she would be the one that's like, hey, Rios, um, I noticed like um, you like haven't had an emotion in like a day <laughs> it's that been was... 24 hours the last time i saw your facial muscles move yeah yeah that'd be that'd be me over here too like my lady she's very uh like she's a very emotional person like if she's happy it's all the way the fuck turned up if she's like stressed it's all the way the fuck turned up but when i hit my depression i'm i'm like i'm just kind of chilling and she's just like oh that's so sad huh i'm like yeah this is, that's fucked up and then when something's funny, she's just like, "It's so hilarious, isn't it?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it's cool." She goes, "Give me something, fuck, get out of it, like you know." She goes, "We gotta go get some sun." I'm like, all right, I guess. Shit is hot over here. Yeah, so, I feel that. Yeah, uh, like I feel like I feel like our quarantine roommate days were just like the stuff of legend. <laughs> <laughs> we should write a book about it someday. <laughs> Uh, on that note, um, speaking of writing books, <laughs> writing books uh, I don't have that brings us to our newest segment. I'm, I'm gonna write a book write a about how British I had author. a better segue into our next segment. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, fuck it. Uh, 17 again. Uh, Andy, <laughs> I know you're a big music guy. You come out to the Stooges. Uh, Random. What? <laughs> what? Random, huh? Yeah. No, it's got, funny. No, no, it's no. one of those things where, like, you you it it's that's it's it's one of those songs that's like every time I hear it, I hear think, do I know this song? And it takes a while to get started, and then I'm like, oh, I do know this song. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's oh, like one yeah. of those like um, but so like yeah, seven. So let's say a young Andrew <laughs> Brown the third. Is uh has not quite made his way uptown yet, but he's like, you know what? I'm gonna get in these rings. I don't care who tries to kill me. I'm going to tear <laughs> this world apart with my strikes. Um, what is what is a 17 year old Andy Brown's theme music gonna be? Stan has a small wiener. Yeah, so so I was thinking about that shit, right? <laughs> and just because it was so hot at the time. If I, yeah, it was so hot at the time. I could be wrong, actually, but it it would ha- it would have to be. And please don't laugh when I say this. Uh, okay, we're all friends the, here. It's it was a uh, cranked at by Soldier Boy. It would Hell have to be. yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like I remember you. I, I know you guys asked me, uh, gave me the heads up on the question the entire time I was thinking about it. I was just like, it has to be that. It has to be that. <laughs> It was either that or like later on. Uh, I wanted to come out to, uh, but this was later on. I wasn't seventeen, but like it would had to be uh, Katy Perry, Alien, or ET. Hell yeah! yeah. yeah. <laughs> I came out to it one time at a lucha show, and it was fantastic. Everyone did not know what the fuck was going on. They booed the fuck out of me, and I was a babyface, so that was. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I remember. Yeah, uh, that. Hell yeah! Um, get your soldier game console. Um, <laughs> But uh, I remember I was talking to Wolf Taylor the other day. Uh, sorry, breaking kayfabe here. Um, I mean, we hate Wolf Taylor. We hate that fucking deadbeat. Um, <laughs> he uh, murdered me in that rumble. He did, bro. Sidestep. When you took that backstabber from Wolf, the crowd fucking. And the best part was I was so glad it happened that late in the match because at that point in the match, like everybody in the ring was like, a pretty decent worker like it was all the greenhorns were gone and shit yeah so like when that moment happened everyone knew to react like the whole ring just was like oh shit and like the crowd fed off that and it was just like ah oh, like heat i felt I, it was in my hands i could feel it uh, i tried to get the, that same reaction beautiful bump i've ever taken in my life and the way i just like died after and he yeah you got air you like popped up you're like (laughs) i tried to get the same reaction when i drop kicked uh i think i think her name's lexi Lexi. yeah Yeah. no you gotta pop you gotta pop yeah i tried to murder her i was like i'm gonna take off this bitch's fake eyelashes (laughs) i like her she loved it she had so much fun doing that yeah she's very nice i like her a lot yeah luckily everyone i've met has been very fucking cool and if yep. they're not, I call them out. Like, like, hey man, you have kind you of had an a, so you haven't had an asshole in Florida wrestling yet? Not really. I've, yeah, I've had... you have. Oh yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I just thought of, I just thought about it. I was like, yeah, I have, huh? I just, it's just when I first got here, like obviously no one fucking knows me, right? And that's fine. But like, I remember going to shows and then like trying to like help like critique like oh hey man like maybe don't do it like that or do this or do this or blah 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 and it was very like 
like nose in the air like who the fuck are you you know it's just like ugh. and then obviously because you like the way the world is now you can just type in someone's name and find them out so like when that happens and they see me again they're like oh hey sir i'm very sorry like no nah, man you like don't be a little asshole about it you know like just be cool like but yeah there's i've had like run-ins with two assholes but like but everyone else has been pretty pretty chill Oh, yeah. yeah, we'll have to get those assholes off, Mike. He needs to. He's just lucky that I don't say shit because I've been all about name dropping in the last year or so. So, like, I'll call <laughs> fucking anybody out by their government name and, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to relax though so Caden doesn't have to do so many cuts. <laughs> if I was drunk, I would have done it. I would have um but yeah i was just i was gonna say like I, I found this remix by this um one youtube dj where they took uh the oh fuck i'm gonna sh- i'm gonna oust myself as a bad rap fan what's the name of the song that of like that really famous tupac song where he goes you know first of all fuck your bitch and the click oh, you claim hit him up Hit him up. Okay. Yeah. He took he took hit him up the vocals from hit him up and put him over party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. Oh my <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> And uh, it sounds so good. And I've always joked with people like if for some reason if by hook or fucking crook I can get a GCW booking like not act the game changer GCW. If I can get booked in a singles match there, that's I don't care what my I don't care what my character is at that point. I don't care if I'm babyface or heel. That's what I'm coming out to. That'd be dope, That'd be dope as fuck. <laughs> like just pop through the curtain. Nobody knows who the fuck I am, and I'm just like, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> that actually be dope as shit. though. hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, Andy, you're dope as shit, and I've loved having this conversation with you, man. You're fucking. I I had that match with you back at Beefs, and and um, uh, Chelsea bigged you up to me really hard. Of like, Andy's really good. You should get him on this show. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever works. And uh, and you know, I didn't. I I trusted her when she said that. But then I had the match with you, and I was just like, oh my god, this dude's so smooth. He's so easy to call shit with. Uh, he doesn't bury me when I get blown up at the end. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious. We were joking about that shit like what, two days ago. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, nah, it happens, man. Uh, Especially but, uh, in that weather. That yeah, weather like I, I like you. Dude, like, we were outside. Yeah, it had like, rained earlier, and you had just broken up a fight like two seconds oh my before. God, Andy, did you know about that? Huh? Did you know about that? I was like hearing shit, but I don't like I don't know anybody. So they're like, yeah. oh, fucking so and so and Steve and Mark and blah blah blah. So I was just like, whatever, man, ain't my business. Unless basically, they come back here, then I'm, you know, swinging. But like, yeah. I'm not gonna name names. But basically, I had to throw a grown man against the wall right before my entrance <laughs> because if I hadn't, he was gonna start a fight at our show. I was I re- like, I was like, James, that's your music. That's your music. You have to go. <laughs> I just remember. I just remember your. It was like some talk. We we're in the middle of like like going over our shit and then you're talking to somebody and it didn't seem you know friendly it wasn't like hey go out there and have fun kill it it was just very aggressive and i'm like all right man i'll see you out there 
don't worry, dog. <laughs> I'll call it. Like, fuck, I don't know. Like, I'll see you out there, do the shit, and I hear your music, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't like, I don't know your entrance, so I'm just like, hmm, he's kind of taking a while. <laughs> oh, there he yeah. is. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, get that dramatic play guy make the people want it (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah no man we had an amazing match and i am so glad that you are now becoming a bit of a staple in florida wrestling i'm seeing you pop up everywhere acw grind time um now hopefully a staple of tampa bay pro wrestling um so i mean yeah man thank you so much for coming on the show this has been awesome Thanks for having me, man. I'm I'm always nervous doing podcasts or anything like this because I always feel like I slip and say stupid shit, or I'm just too boring, or I don't like you know. But like, what you talk, been- dude, you gave us our best rowdy rowdy about about it. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. hard to beat. It's hard to beat. Uh, what was it? Uh, oh god, what was that one story that Matt had? Um, from oh yeah, uh, what's Tommy Rogers? Was that who it was? Yes. It was. It's hard to beat Tommy Rogers naked with a gun, but you did it. Oh, right. <laughs> that was amazing. Well, there was in the locker room, and Tommy and Tommy Rogers was naked with a gun in his hand. Like it was the name of the episode. <laughs> it was like that was like the second time no, we've done was, Rowdy Rowdy. No, no, it was wildfire. It was wildfire. Tommy Rich. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. It was fucking. It was the NW former NWA's World Heavyweight Champion. Ah, wildfire. Tommy Rich, <laughs> naked oh, yeah. with a gun. <laughs> and that God, was like damn. that was like a fucking while ago too. And like we had, it, we had yet to top it <laughs> until now. Well, I'm happy I could do that. That was great. <laughs> All right, Andy, um, where can uh, the people find you? Uh, I think on Instagram and Twitter. I'm so new to the shit. Like I'm still trying. I'm I'm boring on Twitter, but sometimes I'll put on some random stupid shit about how I'm like annoying my girlfriend. But Instagram and Twitter, uh, up Andy Brown, up Andy Brown, uh, Facebook Andy Brown. That's that's, that's about it, man. I'm gonna be doing shit else. Uh, you can PayPal me for alcohol money. That should be tight. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't have any shows coming up actually, which I'm kind of sad about. Oh, we'll get, but book this if you want if you want people to be hurt and see violence you book me hell the fuck yeah yeah book the thick daddy the cute motherfucker sorry okay. I'm, I'm ranting go ahead <laughs> to your thing <laughs> Uh, bef- before uh, we, I jump into all of our uh, socials and stuff, I just want to give a shout out to a uh, friend of the show, Robert Martyr, for winning the uh, the Future Showcase Tournament at uh, SCI, the SCI <laughs> Tournament. Uh, I just want to shout out. Is that the asshole you met? <laughs> no, I love. I love he's, he's good people. I love that motherfucker. He's good people. Like he's so. He's so fucking hungry, man, and he loves yeah. his business. And I love that. I fucking love that with a passion. Uh, but I just like fucking with him. Yeah, no, he's yeah. he's fantastic, dude. No, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Fucking. I remember I was hanging out. I had hung out with him a few times, like um, just like you know, in passing. And didn't you know? And I was just like looked at him, and you look him up and down. And you're like, whatever. This kid's like, I don't know, like maybe well, vaguely Hispanic, vaguely Hispanic. And uh, then we were at like an Applebee's 
And of course, this happens at an Applebee's. <laughs> and he, we're just eating food, and he's just like sitting there with a mozzarella stick in his hand, going like, "Yeah, so this," and then just drops an N word. Oh, and, no. and I'm like, "What?" And I looked at him, and he goes, "Hold on," and then proceeds like he's had it ready. Shows me a picture of his dad, and his dad's like very black. <laughs> pictures of him as a kid, where he was way darker. Yeah, and I was just like, "Whoa, you gotta prepare me for that, man." <laughs> I remember, I, I remember when he got booked for that the GCW for the Culture Show with the Mania Weekend. Yeah, and everyone was yeah. just like, "What the fuck are you doing here, dog?" And he goes, "Oh no, look, look, like." <laughs> But every time he tried to show me, I'd be like, "Man, get the fuck out of here, dude! Get away, get away! Oh like, you ain't you ain't the Owen Hart in this mo- in this shit. Like, get out of here. Yeah. There was like a big Twitter. There was a big Twitter stink about that. Like a bunch yeah. of people were like, "Who's this fucking white kid who's at best half Puerto Rican passing?" And he's like, uh, "Actually, here's a photo of me and my dad. My like biological father is it's so crazy, yeah." I remember that shit too. I was just like, "Damn, man, just like I don't know." People, people are interesting. People be wild. They be wilding. But fuck yeah! So, uh, props to uh, to Bobby Martyr. You can find the stretcher. You can find Demon Road Diaries by simply searching Demon Road Diaries on Instagram, Twitter. And Facebook, and you can buy us a cup of coffee by heading to the link in the bio. Uh, it, uh, you know, just buy us a fucking cup of coffee, man. I'm sleepy, nice. bruh. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you can find the coda at We Are the Coda on Instagram, Twitter, and Gmail, prowrestlingtees.com slash We Are the Coda. You can find me personally <laughs> on Instagram. Twitter and TikTok, where I am currently a fucking TikTok god at Music City KG. That was the first take. Hey. Hell hey. yeah. We didn't edit that at all. Man, good job, guy. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> you can find me, your bastard son, El Hijo del Bruja, uh, at Bastard Son Rios on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, where I'm also mildly a TikTok god. I got like 4,000 followers. Uh, you can find me, Chelsea Durden, on Instagram at Durden Says, Twitter at the Durden Says, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Chelsea Durden. If you are interested in helping me put my cats through college, it's very expensive. One of them is going to Harvard. Please be kind to my mother in your Instagram comments. She reads them all. She's a very kind lady. Um, I have a TikTok at Durden Says. I've posted nothing on it, and I mostly just watch videos of people organizing their refrigerators. Um, but, like... I don't know. It's soothing, okay? Uh, your fuck. mom reads your Instagram comments? She re- Yeah, she's retired, so like she like goes through all the shit, and she's like, why did this person say this hilarious. thing about you? And, uh, and I was like, why, why are they... Why are they doing this? Why is this person calling you a dirty whore? And I'm like, you know what, mom? I just... We gotta have a talk about, about being a woman on the internet. Anyway, um, from all of us here at Demon Road Diaries, for Caden Green, Ronnie Rios, Andy Brown, and myself, Chelsea Dern, we hope that you stay safe and stay jacked. Fuck, that hurt.
You can find me personally at Music City KG on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, where I'm a goddamn fucking Twitter god. That's nice. at Music City KG. You're a Twitter god on TikTok? I thought you were a TikTok god. I'm going to go back and edit that later. <laughs> <laughs> you want to just redo that whole thing? <laughs> yep. <laughs>